right. Sent for 20. 420. Happy 420, guys. Um, happy 420. Yeah. What is this? Number 63? Yeah. 63 on 420. What a great day for a podcast. Nice joint. Oh, look at this, man. It's even got one of the fucking crutches, right? For her queen majesty. That's it. And it's thank even you, folded thank you. in. Man, I just doing the peasants work, you know? I'm really moved. Right. We got a little... Um, Zour Apples, Ghost Train, and Prodigium. I figured we'd try that. I've never tried oh the Zour gosh. Apples, but heard it's Yeah, pretty, but uh, Ghost Train and Prodigium, I feel like we're... Well, I was hoping the Zour Apples then would like... <laughs> but we don't know what the... Do you know what the Zour Apples is like? Well, it's... Um, I think it's uh, GG4, because you can't say Gorilla Glue anymore, right? That's like um, a violation of... Copyright. copyright laws so gg4 and um why don't they just change the spelling jack herrera i think that's what it is i don't know how those are so well gg4 hits pretty hard right it's a pretty like um it's in the name <laughs> yeah kind of I, I mean i think it's a more <laughs> indica kind of high but the um uh, you know, Jack is a pretty uppity, up and going, old school sativa. I don't know how to do this. So uh, this we're gonna find out. Good. Anybody else want to start this on 420? I want to take the roll? Please do the honors. I feel like every time I start it, though, I take like four hits. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> kind of bogart. Just that. be careful. There's, you know, apparently having a little, what do you call it? A crutch? Mm -hmm. A roach? Right. Yeah. Will decrease your amount of it's not gonna make weed. me pass out though i've got fucking a lot of iron in me <laughs> <laughs> that is gonna be funny i am gonna i am gonna exploit that somehow I gotta of course out, randomly I gotta start figure talking out about angle. iron well we just don't want it to be you know Offensive. too much yeah to where it creates a barrier i might no i'm just joking I might want to we don't want somebody. it to be counterproductive. Oh, yeah. Well, right, because they're super cool people. It's just even super cool people can get caught on bad habits. <laughs> right? <laughs> bad habits become bad lifestyle choices. Mm. Disguised as good habits, though, right? Isn't that the... That's the kicker. The problem with that. I feel like a lot of isms are that way. Isms? The isms... Yeah. Isms and... Yeah. Isms. What are some isms? Like... Communism. Communism. Um, Even patriotism can mm -hmm. become yeah. too much sometimes. <coughs> yeah, a lot of ideologies. Right. Isn't it funny how it does fall into like the mm -hmm. hardcore ideology? Mm -hmm. Activism. Activism. Veganism. Veganism is an activism. Well, for it comes people. from the Protestant Church, Seventh yeah. Day Adventist. That's right. So the 
What does? But so did uh, veganism. Really? Well, maybe mm-hmm. not veganism. In uh, you know, because like India has vegetarianism, mm-hmm. but they still eat milk and ghee and stuff. Yeah. But they don't rare. thrive, though. You know what I'm saying? It's not like, at least in my mind, it's not like a a culture that I look at and say, "Man, they are just a thriving, strong, you know, powerful culture." Yeah, but I don't. When they were vegetarians, I don't know if they were. Yeah, That's a good question. I mean, I don't know that there's ever been a vegetarian culture that is if like there's one thrive that would, was like. Well, there's that billions India. of mm-hmm. people, and uh-huh. or uh, I mean, millions of people, and fucking uh, what is it? Close to seventy percent, I think, of India is. Vegetarian. Is that right? And malnourished, though. Yeah. I mean, that's the problem, is that a lot of them are Is that, is that true, though? I mean, if there was, again, if there was a culture that was admirable and vegetarian, it would be India. Why do you yeah. say that? It depends on what your definition of admirable, admirable? is. Look, yeah. at the, look at the art, the temples, the philosophy, the music. Right, yeah. but I wonder if that was created by, again, <laughs> vegetarians. But, you know, the Brahmins, the priests... You know, there's probably something too that they're the ones that are the strict mm-hmm. uh, dietary, um, and that other people, and then they maybe they'd be less likely to eat cows, but they were more they would yeah, eat cause goats. Yeah, because isn't like cow sacred, right? Mm-hmm. Right. But it's interesting like that um, that let's say like a monk would choose vegetarianism, and and maybe I think that's even more widespread. Mm-hmm. That's like even more common. Vegetarianism is probably not yeah. so common. Well, but, but I think also... like a priestly caste, I think. But, but weren't they also beggars and things like that, right? Where, isn't that where they got most of their food from? Was donations more, and... It depends on what you're talking about. Because like, mm-hmm. you have like priests and then mm-hmm. you also have like, you know, ascetics that mm-hmm. are just like out in the desert. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got different kinds of the spiritual types, right? Right. But some are like... You know that they're, they're the ones that uh, the you know they're like even above politics, mm-hmm. right? They're above the warrior class, um, and so they, you know, I don't know. Yeah, they they fulfill that role, but they're vegetarian. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At what yeah. point does the habit become an ideology? No, that's uh, a nice question. That is a difficult question. I um, mean, martial arts literally was for me became something that I did it became then a habit like that you're just into it and it did move into an well, what's the difference ideology? between a habit and a tradition though you know that might be a question too right. like I don't even know if we yeah. really have traditions anymore in modern yeah. culture um, well would they I live mean, on the same plane or is a habit more something uh, um, yeah, superficial you know what I'm saying would it be something that's more like on the lower rung of a ladder as far as... Um, uh, I feel like tradition comes from culture yeah. versus habits. Something deeper, right? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Habits, something that you could pick up. Mm-hmm. You, you don't really pick up culture, yeah. right? But I think of a habit as something you do every day, uh, something that, you know what I mean? And a culture provides bounds and then, therefore, you do these things every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I, mean? I mean, you could explore new cultures and pick up habits from those cultures. And well, see, there you go. You got habits within those, yeah. right? Are you right. looking up? I'm, I'm looking up habit. Yeah, <coughs> I like looking up definitions. <coughs> Same. I do. Yeah. I do too. I spend a lot uh, of time. I'm uh, like, oh, I wonder what this word really like. 
means. And then you look up synonyms. Because yeah. a lot know, of people to, use them in different contexts, uh -huh. and sometimes they're the wrong context and doesn't convey the same thing. Yeah. A habit is a recurrent, often, this is just Google, and obviously they're not the best. <laughs> a, recurrent, a recurrent, often unconscious pattern of behavior that is acquired through frequent repetition. Often unconscious pattern of behavior. An established disposition of the mind or character, customary manner or practice. Uh, another one is a tendency or disposition to act in a particular way established custom, usual practice, etc. Uh, psychologically a learned behavioral response that has become associated with a particular situation. Hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. So a pattern of behavior, a tendency, it can be like a custom or practice. Yeah, so it can be as simplistic as a pattern of behavior, right? Something that you pick up or as deep as yeah. Something really right. entrenched in you, yeah, culturally, ideological, emotionally, ideology, ideology. Yeah. So, like, in training, would you say we have to break bad habits and create better habits? Would you even compare it to a habit? Because it's he was talking about repetitions, right? Mm -hmm. And he did say unconscious, but I remember us talking in the past hmm. about how we have to practice things enough so that it becomes like, you don't have to think about all the little details mm -hmm. that you're doing. Yeah, kind of like second nature. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I like think that that's... You, through habit you train yourself to have things as a second nature? Yeah, I'm just wondering like, if you could consider some of the things that you do in jujitsu, <laughs> for example. <laughs> like a habit mm -hmm. yeah. well, for sure I think yeah. like a lot of people will have you know like and it's, it, it's funny because you, build things too, right? you, you look at like I look at it like this almost like the negative is the habit mm -hmm. and the positive is the instinct you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying you develop an instinct for getting your elbows in so it's hard to say that's a habit of getting your elbows in so you're giving habit yeah. a negative value in some regards, because then you look at it and say, well, you know, they've got this but bad habit bad of... Hip, but if they always pat their elbow out, you might right. say you have the habit of keeping your elbow out. Correct. Yeah, right. You but like you that. wouldn't but necessarily say somebody, you, you know, like I'm watching you guys roll and I wouldn't necessarily say, you know, like you see his habit of keeping the elbow in. I would say more like... You see, as he's it's kind of rolling, like it's become an instinct. Use, use the word. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Since we're still on, like, what it means, this is the etymology. Oh. It means the characteristic attire of a religious or clerical order. So it's like the clothing. I guess I'm good. Oh. Yeah, the clothing. So um, from habit, habit, you clothing. You're good. Ecclesiastical clothing. You know um, what the word in Italian mm. for clothing like that mm. like you're wearing an outfit mm. is abito which is very similar to the word habit and i never made that connection abito. well that's abi uh, abit or whatever it's abit. a b i t is it like that it's a b i t o oh, yeah. mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. the last letter changes yeah, that's interesting and then it says like uh, <laughs> masculine okay yeah, abito, yeah. Abito. condition demeanor appearance dress appearance 
Um, originally past participle of habir, to have, hold, possess, wear, find oneself, be situated, consider, think, reason, have in mind, manage, keep. Inhabit. So that's a really deep <laughs> word. Um, habit is a custom continued so steadily as to develop a tendency or inclination, an instinct, physically or moral, to keep it up as the habit of early rising, the habit of smoking, habit and practice apply more often to the acts of an individual, fashion and usage more often to many. So you use it when you refer to like a fashion or you, uh, yeah. Meaning clothing generally, customary practice, what you put on, right? Um, that's interesting. Um, in Latin, it was applied to both inner and outer states of being, and both senses were taken in English, though meaning of dress now is restricted to monks and nuns. It was also the costume worn by women when riding on horseback, a habit. That's interesting that it's clothes, what you put on, right? Um, it's because what, it's like a, a process that you do all mm -hmm. the time? Mm -hmm. Is it the type of clothes that you put on or is it mm -hmm. the act of putting them on? The type of clothes, like maybe what you put on restricts, you know, like maybe... You're like, inhabiting a persona. <laughs> oh, wow. You're right. <laughs> like you're putting on... I don't know. I don't know. It's just... Yeah. Now I, this word got me thinking <laughs> about so many things. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a lot of like... I could see like it could go like symbolic, you know. Like, I don't know, like maybe your habits, like if you're just, you could say, uh, unrestricted being, you you're, you could do anything, but then the clothes you put on, the habits you inhabit, like limits your behavior. But it, isn't it funny, though, like that it can be used in, like, again, that range of depth, because you could even break it down to saying, oh, they got a habit of putting on their fucking shirt first. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. as lame as this sounds, it right? On Back in levels. the fucking days yeah. that I would go to, like, um, 24 hour fitness, <laughs> they had this pretty cool sauna over there mm -hmm. uh, that was pretty big. And we'd get really high, go sit in the steam room at times and just reach the spirit animal, see how long you could stay in those. <laughs> mm -hmm. But the fucking old dudes in there, they always want to talk to you and they have a habit, which <laughs> is a horrible fucking habit, of putting on their shirts. And their socks and their dick is hanging out and they're fucking talking to you, you know? It's a bad habit. It, <laughs> like, like they're getting it just happened to me when what? I was in bail when I was dude, at the I'm gym there. Telling you, right? It's like an old guy habit. Dick and balls out, but he had he was but putting he his shirt, shirt on. He was putting the shirt on and then he and exactly like Eric said, I shit you know he put, put his shirt on first. Put his shirt and then he put his socks on. And then, and then okay. he fucking <laughs> Yeah, that's interesting. That's, that's, so, that's curious. Yeah, <laughs> and I was sitting three feet away on the fucking bench putting my like, shoes. Like, what on is the logic up. in their mind <laughs> behind that? I don't, I don't know. Why? I have no idea. I mean, to me, maybe it's they're like, just still drying. You know, off. you take off know. your fucking towel real quick, your face in the locker, and you put your shit on. You know what I'm saying? Then you can turn around and talk to the guy next to you and be like, "Hey, what's up? I got." My pants on. I got my fucking, you know, underwear on, <laughs> right? It's, it's isn't it like it's more, cool isn't at it that point. Like in America, it's more like a little bit odd to be naked in front of people. But I think in Europe, right? Their saunas, everybody's naked. Yeah, right. but I'm saying like you don't need that shit right in my face. Like to talk, it's like somebody who. Yeah. 
you're taking a piss and they lean over and start talking to you. It's like, well, there's an appropriate time. You can talk to me like before the piss or after mm-hmm. the piss. Mm-hmm. But while we're pissing, that's my time. I've never had that experience. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. There's a unspoken <laughs> yeah. urinal rule. You don't uh, you don't go to the <laughs> urinal next to somebody. Yeah, if you don't have to. Yeah. I mean, I kind of do that even <laughs> with stalls really yeah. if i if even i ever do use public bathrooms yeah. but yeah, that's rule number one um, i try you, yeah uh, rule number two is you don't look at another dude while you're pissing <laughs> rule number three is try to refrain from speaking while the stream is flowing <laughs> what happens so what happens if like why why yeah yeah why is that a rule like I mean, what does should, it cause there should be like a is it like a little fucking trespass there's a lot of order in a dude's bathroom like at a bar <laughs> it's like yeah. if it's like busy there's a lot of like everybody's like oh, oh, dude take <laughs> right. care of business yeah. bam 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 like it's very yeah. rare that you even see guys like try to cut other dudes off and like it there's it, 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 it is strange how fast order takes place in the restroom like <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. And when people violate that order, it's kind of like, hey, man, what the fuck? Everybody <laughs> well, else at least you guys are here. organized. <laughs> yeah, the violators are the worst. People who throw, like, shit in the urinals, like just paper towels or beer cans mm, or right, cups. Right, right. You're like, yeah, why the why? fuck would you do that? Yeah, yeah, Everyone's yeah. got to piss in there. Right. Like, do they not care? Right. Do they just not they're think just about it? Dicks. Do they? <laughs> yeah. Some people are just, yeah, they're wasted or they're dicks. Some yeah. fucking animals. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> that is true. We do yeah. live in a civilized world. So how did we get on that? Habits. <laughs> what did we? Uh, inhabiting a person. Oh, that's uh, right. The, the old, old naked guys. guys. Yeah, yeah, the old. <laughs> so you asked, like, by the way, the old naked dude I saw was in the locker room, like not in the steam room, which was, hmm. you know, a little bit. Yeah, well, out, out here you really shouldn't go into them naked, you, you know, because mm. a lot of them are co-ed. Oh, okay. At least the ones at that one, mm-hmm. but yeah, man, it was it was routine though. Every fucking guy over like sixty, it was mm-hmm. like almost like required for them to hold a conversation with their shit in your face, <laughs> and to like maybe they just enjoyed making <clears throat> other guys uncomfortable. It could be. I don't know. Or maybe they're trying to make a certain guy comfortable. Maybe. Really that could be too. They just like don't even think about no, it anymore. Well, that's what I'm saying. They've you'll lost. S- but you'll see them talking to each other <laughs> fucking naked. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just right. in their thing. Yeah. It's, it's like, like less of a thing anymore right. when you're older. Yeah. Maybe they have a different perspective on bodies. Well, I think all of that is fantastic, right? But it's still, you know, like... You don't want your ass in someone's face. You don't. You know what I'm saying? It's like just those things. Like right. you're old and you're naked and just. Right. I guess I'll find out in 30 years. And right. like the effort to put on the shirt is no greater of an effort to, than to put on fucking so, pants. Cur- courtesy. Right. Just out of courtesy. Out of courtesy right. for. Yeah, I mean, I, I do that shit, right? I don't even want people to see a, like a booger in my nose, let alone my <laughs> fucking ass. Or yeah. <laughs> you know? Out of courtesy. <laughs> out of courtesy. Know? Right. Mm-hmm. All right. So it's a good habit to cover your shit in a fucking sauna. Uh, I, I, I think it should be like, but does that, should that go beyond habit? Should that just be like. A custom. Well, they were saying yeah. morals. Yeah, we're customs and morals could be habits too. So it can go, it, it can extend to like, um, you know, like 
population so size habits. groups, yeah, you know, yeah. like a societal yeah. habit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's interesting. Because usually we think of them as like, you know, diet or like, I do this every day. Mm-hmm. I do this one thing every day. That's a habit. Right. It's usually how we use the word, right? Do you, do you use the word like, I mean, I describe people again as in general, like they have good habits. You know, like, so if somebody, Mm -hmm. you know, um, asks, like, why is this guy in shape or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, oh, they got some good habits. But I use good habits, Mm -hmm. I think, less than bad habits. You know what I'm saying? I almost Mm -hmm. seem like there's a uh, association with that. So what are some examples of your good and bad habits? Well, I think then good seems to me to imply something a little bit deeper than essentially a habit. You know what I'm saying? Like, so if we take it into a jujitsu realm, Mm -hmm. having your elbows in to me, like the idea of instinct or it's intrinsic now is, is deeper than just, he's got a habit of getting those elbows in Mm -hmm. because then again, the habit kind of takes it into that non-thinking place which yeah. you want your body to but do those things too, right instincts but instincts yeah. in my mind seem like they they've taken on then the the life like it's mm-hmm. you know not there necessarily rote but they're purposefully you know mm-hmm. fully mm-hmm. for you know it's forward progression mm-hmm. if you will at least that's the way that I kind of yeah. process it you know, I don't usually, again, if I was saying about somebody who keeps their hands up, mm-hmm. right? Typically, typically, if I was in that conversation, I would be saying that, you know, notice how they intrinsically bring those hands back up or it's an instinct for them to always well, bring those like, hands when I, up. When I think instinct, I think that it's coming from some some thing mm-hmm. like some ancestral past, some natural, history i would like say it's ancestral. like about a gut instinct yeah, yeah okay well that's maybe a little different that's more specific a gut instinct because then you're talking about like knowing what to do or i get reading the situation in a i don't know right um i get more specific with a gut instinct but when i think instinct like if you know if you want to do jujitsu analogies like some people just have good instincts. You would say he has good instincts. Mm-hmm. At any level, you would say that. Whereas someone else may be highly skilled, but they just don't happen to do the right thing at the right time or whatever. You might use instinct like that. Like some, you probably put natural on it, which is a nearly impossible word to define. Um, but and some like ancient, some old thing that you know. I I would think more like a habit is something I like more choose to do or build a discipline a repetitive and unconscious ones like i have bad mm-hmm. habits of thought you know what i mean right. that i know are just like ingrained you know you know sometimes you th- i think of like a you know like the neuron pathways or whatever as like a groove like in the ground mm-hmm. and so like if like those people that walk in a circle and they like go you know pictures like that like you've had this thought well, so many times you yeah, you yeah, i know exactly what you're talking and about and it's like you've re- yeah and then mm-hmm. the thoughts just naturally go down that groove more that's like a habit created groove mm-hmm. right that's why rewiring mm-hmm. yeah it is like wiring I, you know in that uh, there's a book called uh, the talent code and a lot of that book's about, um, they did studies on the brain of cello players, tennis players, and a, a big thing was myelin, 
the like myelin sheath on the yeah. neurons, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like a fibrous thing that goes right that grows around stuff. Uh, and they said things like it's uncomfortable. Like the the way you know when you're learning something is you're a little bit uncomfortable. So they even somehow were able to like study people and, and be able to tell when it's happening. Right. And then it's that um, that zone of you know what Jordan Peterson says the zone of proximal development. He uses that or like flow state thing where it's like too much is like anxiety you know and so you don't learn mm-hmm. and then too little you're like tired you're bored and you don't learn when you're bored so you need to be in this like zone and then if you can get in that zone reliably and that you know in this book they just say you're growing myelin please. so i don't know yeah and then you do it with habits repetition doing things over and over again right so literally makes like a physical And so changing thing. a habit, breaking or creating a habit mm. is going to be uncomfortable. Right. Yeah. For a while. Right, for sure. And On either side of it. Uh-huh, yeah. Right. Acquiring it or yeah. Do you think it's better to like quit a bad habit or replace a bad habit? I think maybe the question would be can you quit one? Mm-hmm. Do you have to replace it? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I've heard. I've been hearing people say that. I don't know the answer, but I hear people say like, an, if you're an addict, and you give up drugs or whatever, that you need to replace it with something. Mm-hmm. That there's some part of humans that I that agree works. with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, from my own personal experiences, mm-hmm. and then uh, just from, you know, people that I grew up with and knew that dealt with, you know, much more severe stuff than I did, and uh, <clears throat> like it, even even people that I knew that could quit something cold turkey something would naturally fill that space it's like Mm -hmm. you know whether they were even cognizant of it or not it's something would naturally take that space Mm -hmm. with my dad when my mom gave him an ultimatum that he had to quit drinking and stuff when they were together um he filled it with sugar i mean candy became the Mm -hmm. new addiction but Mm -hmm. it wasn't like he was like oh let me go Mm -hmm. get some snickers and shit it was Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. just so can a habit become so yeah, bad that it becomes an addiction then? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're it's interesting. You, you are. An addiction is a pattern of behavior. Right. And it comes from mm-hmm. like yeah. having that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, when you said space, I thought about smoking. Like when you when you quit smoking and I quit a ton of times. <laughs> I was like, I was a pretty heavy smoker, too. Um, uh, you think, what am I going to do? after I eat, when I wake up in the morning, what do, you know, when I have the craving, like, what do I do? Sometimes like, oh, maybe, you know, you think, oh, I'm going to start running. Whenever I have a craving, I'm going to fucking run around the block. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And I tried all these things. I would try to like, I had one, one time I quit by smoking herb, you know, and I'd roll a bunch of little pinners and I had a thing of pinners. And anytime I wanted to smoke, I smoked one of those instead. Um, and you naturally, you do, there is something about there's some space there. Like you've built something and then all of a sudden when you just take that out, because you know what, you know, I think maybe the deeper question would be like, we're absolutely habitual beings. <laughs> Almost everything we do is a habit. You know, every day, how many things do we do every day? Every single day. Like so much the same every yeah. day, right? Eating. Eating, talking, the words we use. Um, yeah, just to wake up, the you know, <clears throat> do the job. That, uh, that's why I'm saying like, Mm-hmm. I think the positive side of habit has a more significant um, connotation with it than just like a good habit. You know what I'm saying? Because 
you've got habits that are, like you said, routine, that are just the, the things that we do. And then you've got the bad habits mm-hmm. on that kind of side, you know. The things we do that do right. us harm or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Whatever bad choices or whatever addictions or whatever things of that nature. And then you've got, on the other side, I don't think you can give, like, habit that same value, you know, the, the good side of it, because it brings out more things, mm-hmm. you, you know, that create positive like impacts on you you know what i'm saying so you can say they've got good study habits right that's pretty general but if as you start to go deep into it you know like somebody who's playing a cello let's say Mm -hmm. it's it goes beyond their habit to practice you you know what i'm saying they've got to make that a habit but for them to maintain that positive um that motivation, that good side of it, it goes deeper than a habit. You know, it's almost like the addiction side of bad, right? Where a bad habit could lead to addiction, that good habit so there's like dedication, can, there's can lead dedication to deeper, to you know, like meanings than, than just, you know, like a habit. Does so that make sense? You're saying you don't like the word habit. Like it, it's, when you say call something a habit, you think it lowers it? Is that kind of what you're saying? Yeah, like well, yeah, what, I, what I'm saying, like not, not insulting, but, but to it's the thing, like, like the the elevation of the positive things, I think, really go beyond it being, like, considered rote. You, you know what I'm no, saying? Considered no. just... Right, so you basically, I'm saying, I'm hearing that you mm-hmm. have, like, a little bit of a negative connotation in the word habit. I'm just saying the way that I use it, the, the right. way that I've looked at it right. in the past, and not in a negative way. I'm just saying, like, that's how... Mm-hmm. Typically, if I'm, you but know, you think, analyzing like, like something, I'll be say, like, ooh, that's like a bad habit mm. that someone's doing, right? I'll analyze it like that. You won't say a good habit. That's yeah, but typically... Someone like meditates every Yeah, day because it's... You it, wouldn't call that a habit? I would... Yeah, I don't know. Call I mean, it a practice or something. Yeah, something that's just, again, to me, got a little Is bit more deeper significance. Is it because it like more mindless than like mindful? I don't know. I think mm-hmm. the uh, it's funny because kind of I was struggling kind of, with that yeah, too. I was thinking of. about the definition mm-hmm. of habit. Intentional. Even, even, like after mm-hmm. you looked it up too, because I exactly purposeful. exactly like at exactly. some point a habit becomes something else. Mm-hmm. You know, like I was thinking, I, I had this experience last night, and I, <clears> I'm trying to figure out if it's even considered a habit or just something that I do. But I feel like I have a bad habit of allowing people to take up too much of my time. Like after I've just gotten off stage and they like uh, random mm. people just come and want to yeah. either yeah, how do you just say stuff, random yeah. shit or they want to tell me stuff I don't yeah. care about. And it's like it's hard to be respectful. Right. And, and you're also going say, through so much. You're like, let me like yeah, depress for a second. Yeah, I got yeah. 20 <laughs> things going on right yeah, now. I'm yeah. fucking trying to, yeah, exactly decompress. Yeah. and. This kid <clears throat> approached me that I hadn't seen in about two years or something, and he used to be a local like uh, manager for a band, and I think he like moved to Texas or some shit and just moved back. But he immediately like came beelining towards me after I got off stage, and 
he he was like, hey man, I just want to catch up and see how you've been doing, and uh, could could we step outside and talk on the patio? And I was like, yeah, sure, man. You know, like my initial yeah. instinct is to just like be nice and be like, yeah, but I really wanted to watch the band that was on stage mm-hmm. at that moment, so I was like going against my own instinct to like go and watch the show, and uh, I sat there for probably twenty minutes, and it, not even like four minutes in he started pitching me some fucking business idea of mm. uh, starting a website for musicians and stuff and I told him that it already existed and then he just kept going on this rant and I I just I became aware that I was like I was like I do like, this okay, too. yeah well I yeah I was like I was like I was like bro I was like you need to get to the fucking point I was like you're wasting my time right now mm. and he was like what do you mean he was like I, I just I really value your input and I was like no you're trying to get free shit out of me right now for your <laughs> fucking business that you're you're like trying to pitch to me and I said and I'm not interested I said but if you want to message me on Facebook later you could send me a fucking message mm. I said but not right now I'm gonna go right. watch the fucking show yeah. and you know walked off and he just fucking like hung his head and shit but I just mm. I, yeah I, I, <clears throat> I don't know it's like um I do have a tendency to to just say yes, you know, to people mm-hmm. too easily mm-hmm. and then yeah. Yeah, yeah polite. Isn't that in some regards yeah. considered a bad habit? Right? You could look at that one from mm. Oh, it is. either side. Uh-huh. You know, someone could be like, "Oh, that's well, it's a nice thing to do." And then right. someone who's conscious of the value yeah. of time is like, I think it's it's a bad habit to let people take your to, time. To learn how to say no in general. Right, as a general thing, isn't that? I don't know. I, I think that's, that's the thing for me. I'm always like, yeah, yeah, what's up? Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. And you, can you do this right now? I yeah, d- yeah, yeah. I do, <laughs> like, I do find my, like, I. It's like if a stranger approaches me, usually I'll I can you know right. if I'm just out on the street I can say no easily no right. problem. That's but true. Yeah, of course, yeah. it's like when I'm well, in that. Well, because you don't care about their rejection. That's maybe true. Yeah. in part I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but I dig it though I, I feel I have a lot of social habits like that yeah. that I I find myself in I'm like fuck man why do I always like do that <laughs> why do I always end up here <laughs> do you do you ever find that you look at a habit you break that kind of down and you decide okay that's a bad habit that I have but do you ever look at it like but I enjoy that bad habit or then does it Make it a bad habit if Make you enjoy it, it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? If it's a conscious thing that you do, maybe you find yourself doing it, but then when you find yourself doing it, you're like, I fucking... Well, addicts I, love heroin. <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, do you think yeah. they do? I mean, do you think or, or do you think I they're someone say that consumed I heard, I, by I, it? I heard you Dr. Know? Drew say that they use the word love. Mm-hmm. Like a really, really addicted person will say, he said he's talked to people that have had a barrel in their mouth and were about to shoot themselves and were like, I can't because I love the drug so much. I can't leave the, the drug. The drug, that I, wow. And that they use the word love a lot. Oh, that was interesting. Yeah. I don't know. Would you consider that love? Would you consider that obsession? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is like, a, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Still, it's still a. I mean, things that you you know, I, I have I have bad habits that I like, you know what I mean, like um, I ha- I I it, there's some there's a part of me that likes, like shitting on myself, <laughs> and, and being negative, you know what I mean, and I like it. Yeah. Right. I do. There's a part of me that like 
there's I, I definite <laughs> pleasure to it somehow. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, and I know it's a bad habit, you know. And uh, I'll, but sometimes I like let it go. You know, I've talked about that. We've talked about that. Like depression. Sometimes I feel like I, I set up so many habits and discipline around my life because if I don't, I'm just gonna relax and just fall into depression. And there's something pleasing about it. Oh, I can just let go. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck about anything, you know. Uh, and just like, you know, stop trying all the time or something like that. Right. Yeah. And I like it. And so, <laughs> so so I do have bad habits that I like, and it's you know, and, and that's not necessarily a good thing. Right. Right. Do you think it would be a better thing if more people, like, accepted those parts of them? You know, because sometimes I look at things like that, and then we we say, well, it's out of my control, right? I wouldn't say that, but yeah, yeah I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. It's and, a huge thing. Like, something yeah. like that, those, those pathways are deep as fuck, yeah. right? So, yeah, it feels out of control because it's like... It's almost like this is just how I am, you know, mm-hmm. those things where it's like, it's like a part of my personality is almost like a habit like that, you know? Yeah. And then if it's bad and you're like, oh, how do I change it? It seems immense because that's like you have to change who you are almost. Something like right. That. And, especially, and especially if you, know, you like it, right? I mean, <laughs> if people are doing things that they like and mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. you know, this is where I think that whole idea of replacing one habit with another is important mm-hmm. because... I think we have that need, whatever it is, right, for um, whatever addiction, bad habit direction we might go. You, you know what I'm saying? There's going to be, whether it's playing video games, whether it's working out would be maybe a, a positive one, whether it's watching porn, whether it's sugar, whether it's alcohol, you, you know what I'm saying, whether it's going to church. So there's always going to be a, a void or, or a um, need to fill. So I, I think you're always like I wonder if there's anybody who like is just normal, like doesn't really do anything, you know, as far as what I would consider the human experience is stimulating your mind and your body through you know activity and experience right like physical experiences i get you could be on the computer and go into different worlds but i think that's a we start to divide that right so kind of the human experience is what i'm saying I just lost where I was oh, fucking gone. I was waiting. I, I was waiting for. Yeah, I, I was. I was. It was making total sense to me. All right, where are we going? Where, where, where were we? Uh, well, I'll so get was, back to it. I was hearing you say. I'll get like, back to um, it. Uh, man, I don't know. I just, now, see now I'm only remembering habits. What I, what I was thinking. Yeah. Bad <laughs> habits. What, you were what it was making me think. What it was making me. Oh, think. okay. So replacing get. it, right? So right. that's what I was yeah, talking yeah. about. So you got that void. <laughs> see, that helped. <laughs> All right, this is a pretty good mix. Um, so you got that void. You you need something to fill that space. And so I think if people worked on f- replacing things a little bit more, then they they could get away from mm-hmm. you, you know that idea of being drawn to a bad habit or being um, mm-hmm. you know consumed by something. And so then if you like so. You know, I mean, I guess there's extremes to things, but 
if you enjoy, let's say somebody enjoys drinking, right? That's like their weekend thing. They're going to go get fucking shit faced. Um, and that's their like bad habit. I think you can, in those instances, kind of work, you know, in incremental steps to replace that. You could, you know, replace one day of drinking with, you know, one day of something that's going to give you maybe a, a same stimulation. Like if you say, I think for alcohol, sometimes it gives people the idea or option to be reckless, right? You know, to some degree. And it's fun to be reckless, mm. right? I mean, don't you think? To like, let go a little bit. Yeah, to let go, to kind of like step out of the... Control yourself mm-hmm. so much, like artificially even. Right. And so with that, you could start to replace it with but a I, little I, bit I, better reckless mm-hmm. things until... What I'm seeing is like... You can get it under control. But how that actually happens, right, is you... First, you build a bunch of little tinier habits rather than mm-hmm. just like a, replacing a day. Right, you right. think one day, maybe I should Yeah, it's incremental. Maybe I should mm-hmm. do that. So now you're building a habit of thinking about quitting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or doing something else. And then when you try something else, you build habits. Like, I think what I'm thinking is that I like this idea that, you know, we're so habitual. I think maybe everything we do is just like all connected habits. Mm-hmm. Right. Like how many, I don't know, like how we brush our teeth, how we drive, how, how I keep Right, it's my, so like and, simple, but then it's so deep, right? Right, and then, and then uh, you know, you can change those things, some things easier than others. You can change little bits and, and that can later turn into big changes in, in your habits. Um, but yeah, yeah, everything's like a habit, <laughs> habits of thought, habits of, of action. You know, and because you could even say, you know, maybe it, it it starts as like really little things like thoughts and and like yeah thought patterns, but then that can turn into like a job. And so literally, all the things that like led me into wanting to play music and to finding a guitar and did, you know what I mean through my whole life, da, 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 and that all those habitual things that I found little tiny habits then builds into this thing now where I have a habit of doing something every day even like for many, many hours or whatever. Do you ever. think that most habits direct, doesn't matter which side that we go on, good habits, bad habits, do you think that they're um, like intentionally acquired? You know what I'm saying? Like at least most if you look can't at... Most be, right? You know, or like... Well, you know, if or? we say cigarette smoking is a bad habit, I mean... You would, at some level, had to try it. You, right. you know what I'm saying? Choose to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, if we look at slouching, with slouching, so you got a bad habit of slouching. Is that yeah. a choice? I mean, it. You know, it kind of well, is, well, right? But it's a learned but behavior. Like, yeah, by, I was gonna yeah. say your mm-hmm. family members or the people you're around. I think also. Right. right. Well, I'm thinking about kids. Yeah, like the people you're around, they just like are hab- If if we're talking about habits like this, they're just sponges. You know, like yeah, you can tell if like if you see a mother and then a daughter and they have like the same kind of walk mannerisms. Yeah, Yeah. mannerisms. You know what? I recently I teach a boy, um, and he teach him guitar, and he has like this a couple interesting mannerisms that I didn't even know that I noticed, and then I started teaching his cousin who's one year apart. They don't even live in the same house. 
you know, and some with the, the dads or brothers or something. And I saw her do the same thing, and I was like, that's a fucking trip. Yeah. You know what I mean? That that kind of, like, behavioral thing <laughs> is, like, passed on. Like, both the brothers maybe have it or something. Right. You know what I mean? I don't even know how, like, they both got it. And I was like, whoa, that's weird. You, she reminds me of him. Mm-hmm. And they don't even they even grow up in the same house. And it's a learned behavior, yeah, right? It's from interesting. Um, but like you're saying, maybe, here's maybe the differences. Like you grow up and you have to do things. You know what I mean? So you build, you just build habits because you're alive and you got it. You think a certain way. You do certain things. Everybody around you influences you. So you just build habits. Mm-hmm. Kids, kids talk habitually. Yeah, everything, you know. And then the difference is when you put your consciousness on it mm-hmm. and then you look at what you're doing one day you say ah oh, maybe i don't want to use that word or something maybe mm-hmm. i say you know what i'm saying too much mm-hmm. right <laughs> or whatever it is and then then you know right because like i'm liking this idea that we're just like this big structure of habits and then sometimes you can you can look at them and like change some of them and then mold them and when you do that molding, you know, that creates further habits. And that's what creates something that's like a good or bad practice. It's so do you think or, any mm. or every habit that you have can be changed? That's what I was just going yeah. to ask. Yeah, I think. Mm. The deeper ones are probably way harder. Right, but I think every habit is. Ball of habits then uh-huh. you can go in I think so. and just yeah. and then sometimes you hit rock bottom and shit and that changes the right. big things yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. if you have like a dramatic experience or whatever mm-hmm. well that's an interesting thing you know like you can assimilate habits mm-hmm. then you can choose habits mm-hmm. right so some are going to be just developed some you're going to mm-hmm. consciously I mean you know like the ones out of choice you know, alcoholism, mm-hmm. cigarettes, you, you know, porn, what, whatever. What you yeah, you got to choose mm-hmm. typically to see that um, or to experience mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So the ones you choose, but you can always at least, you know, doesn't matter the difficulties, but change it. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing that you'll have mm-hmm. control over. A lot and of people don't want to hear that shit. Well, and then you can at least like... <laughs> Maybe it's I know, like I look at myself and I'm like, ooh, fuck. <laughs> I know, so that's the thing. It's yeah. like we're so fallible mm-hmm. that anything we choose to look at, we could be like, that's not the best thing that I do or whatever. Yeah. And I mean, you could, anything you look at, if you have high ideals. Don't, don't right? mushrooms, like at least mm-hmm. at some phase in a mushroom trip, send you down that route? Uh, every what do you time. mean? Where you, you got to, at some level, <laughs> experience, yeah, you're, mm-hmm. you're kind of, you know... Um, <laughs> Yeah, and whether it's a habit or whether it's a you know like thing that, that you might see like yourself, about yeah, about yourself, yeah, not where you want to see yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, I've even I had, I've even had like revelatory experiences. Like I'm like, oh, that's why. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or that's what that thing is. Typically, you know? those go together with mm-hmm. me. Right. Where I'll see something, mm-hmm. and then you see like maybe a path of some level of mm-hmm. redemption. Mm-hmm. You, you know. Yeah. Well, it's interesting that like Timothy Leary and those guys and, and the whole 60s thing or 50s the, in psychology reprogramming and all that stuff. And they really thought that. And I think that's what somewhat like a good shaman can do and maybe what a good ceremony could do mm-hmm. or maybe what cults do is they can like 
they can break down to like deeper levels of those habits. You know what I mean? Those really worn ones. Mm -hmm. And they can get a person to like, I don't know, you know, they can get under all those levels. Like maybe most of the time you can change little patterns, on little habits on top. And over time that creates big change, you know, like how like diet, like you first try to eat healthy. It could take like, it took me like two years even to figure out what that meant. Mm -hmm. Like what do I, what's healthy? How do you cook a fucking zucchini? You know what I mean? It takes so long to learn all that stuff. You know what I mean? So you can't just like start eating. You know what I mean? You have to do all these tiny habits. But maybe with those kind of things, cults and, and psychedelics and stuff, or like a cult, some people are like that. Like, I, you know what I heard? Did, did you know this? The chaos, uh, what's the guy's name? Um, uh, Tom O'Neill. Yeah, but who's the killer guy? Oh, Manson? Manson that uh this dude came out um the he's like a native guy who always plays like gangsters in movies he's in a bunch of tarantino movies uh he's like a real tough like native american maybe he's like maybe he's mexican too i don't know like um you see the dude with the big tattoo yeah danny trio yeah that trio. Yeah, yeah yeah so he was in prison with manson oh wow yeah and at, or maybe it was like a jail or something and uh they all wanted to do heroin and weed and Manson would hypnotize them. And they thought they were stoned to the point where Trujillo said, doesn't they? He like... Um, Trejo. Trejo. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm a Mexican who doesn't <laughs> speak Spanish. <laughs> uh, he, what he would do heroin, he would immediately puke in real life. Like, psh, boom, he pukes, right? And he said that when Manson did this to him, he immediately puked. They called it something, the, the puke right after like taking a hit. And he's like, I did that. Yeah, I had one or whatever. Yeah, so that Manson could like... Purging or something like that. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh-huh. So, but isn't that interesting? So that they got that whole book about him in some program where they learn how to program people. Yeah. Right? And, they and maybe they taught him. Um, and, yeah, and then that whole like cult leader thing. Yeah, and so that they could even program a programmer is fascinating mm. right because who know, you know he's just some fucking weirdo like how did they find you know maybe he just rose up the ranks like he's the one that was actually able to like do it to other they're people. like we see promise in this guy uh, right i just watched the interview again recently <laughs> yeah you should read the uh, it is a great fucking story yeah. um but so there are those things that can maybe dig deeper right into those like more worn habits mm -hmm. you know like even you know who yeah, i think that's, that's probably the solution to some of those is where you just can't go deep enough, mm. you know, without that sort of aid, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Right. And I think there's certain ceremonies that are meant to do that. You know what I mean? There's certain like religious practices mm -hmm. that are meant to do that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. And nowadays, yeah. What do we have left besides fucking cult leaders and psychedelics? And then the psychedelics, I, I think it's dangerous to be honest. Psychedelics? To, to be going into those deep programs and like redoing things all willy-nilly you know what i mean like oh, without yeah. any you know what i'm saying you're just like some dude in denver who like found mushrooms and then you're like you know finding yourself on the floor fucking having a you know well i think like there's like levels to it right you know there's it's levels. it's like for me i don't I don't like to trip, you know, like uh -huh. where I'm going deep, if I'm going mountain biking or snowboarding or mm -hmm. shit like that, because I don't want to fall off a chair. I don't want to, you know, wreck my bike. I like to be tripping right. where you're 
connect. That's a different thing. Right? Yeah. yeah, that's a different thing but, than trying to like reprogram. Yeah, if you're stuff. going deep, I think that's like real yeah. specific. Mm-hmm. And know? then there's, I think there's things and in you life You got to work too. up to it, I think, too. Yeah. There's things in life where you, you could break your like worldview, can like break, you know, and then those are times that that could happen. Oh, that happened several times. Is that right? Yeah, I've been there. I, I, I was just thinking about your, uh, just talking about having like revelations on mushrooms and stuff. And for me, a lot of a lot of my worst habits I broke at the end of like my mm. worst trips. You know, like my mm. my worst trips were the ones that forced me to confront my worst habits. Mm. And eventually, I mean, those those were the moments where I was able to like quit those bad habits like willy nilly. But I think about it like scooby-doo you know they're looking for the the ghost the what you know the monster or whatever and and they pull the fucking mask off and it's you underneath though you know and all of a sudden you're like oh i'm the fucking problem and Mm. then at least for me what mushrooms did was it allowed me when i could recognize that i was the issue then it also showed me that i that i had the ability to change that fucking problem and uh yeah i think the thing with habits is like a lot of people aren't even aware of their habits in the first place and how often do people sit and like take account of their daily mm-hmm. habits you know mm-hmm. their routines and but i think you can do that with a like i think you gotta i think you need help with it you know what i'm saying right. so i think exactly. like mushrooms are a good assistance but i think you could do that with a pretty moderate dose yeah i don't consider that really going deep any of the things i did for anybody (laughs) but see you guys have said you guys have gone deep and i've never like Mm -hmm. wanted to go that deep i've you know the most i've done is probably 10 grams of mushrooms at one time you know um and i think like four hits of acid you know um and that was deep enough for me though but i was always there you know i was never like over that edge but i've always had a good trip i've never had like a trip that i'm like oh man i don't want to go back there or i don't want to experience that again Mm um yeah so i don't know but i wonder i mean i i wonder if going over that that edge is like something that i'm missing they're definitely missing it but that doesn't was that but it's interesting to say the least. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah. It's an experience. It's, yeah. I do think it, it comes with dangers. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I did it because I was reckless, you mm-hmm. know, at first. And then I tried to do it in a, in a disciplined way. Like I went to, I tried to find traditions and stuff that used those kind of things. And I ended up in places like peyote ceremonies and stuff mm-hmm. that, um, at least had some kind of a tradition, even though it's not that old. Like peyote ceremonies, it was lost. And then the Native American church like got put together, I don't know when, in the 30s, 40s, mm-hmm. 50s. It's not that old. So it's kind of like a lost tradition that they tried to like revive. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, I, you, Maybe are, just, you are missing yeah. it. Like you're not seeing what it's there, but mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that you need it. Right. You know, or that it's necessarily worth it. Um, yeah, it's powerful as fuck. So you are like just, you are kind of like poking your finger in some fucking massive. What I kind of want to do is like save it. Mm. Like if I get really old, is yeah. save that experience for 
you know, like taken 10 hits of acid before I fucking die. Mm. Like right before. Larry did that. Yeah. Timothy Leary took a bunch and then he, then they had him cut his head off and freeze his brain. <laughs> <laughs> you literally I will that. be back. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm just going out for a while. Yeah. They might, they might plug uh, him in at some point. Yeah. If that's possible, that's a trip. Or would that even be him? Yeah. That's an interesting question. Yeah. Right. That is. <laughs> but I guess, so isn't have you ever thought about that like um you know i don't even know if you guys are atheist or what you believe but i wonder i've thought about this you know with we were talking about technology right and so like i don't want any of that virtual shit i don't want to be fucking you know like that movie um surrogate Mm -hmm. where they're just in these little pods right and They've got the surrogate that lives their life. Like, I don't want any of that shit. Mm. But maybe if I'm like 95, I might. I might Mm. be like, oh, I could live a whole nother life, Mm. you know, in this. Mm. But I wonder if you would be then missing, if that would hold you back from, is there another life? You know, is there another experience? Mm. Oh, I see. So, but you're still going to die though, right? So you would still have that experience like forced upon you but maybe but mm-hmm. if you were downloaded or somehow downloaded. circumvented right into another Reserved in the pod being yeah right. where you could right you know still be alive but uh, you're not really you. so now you're in purgatory what a great story yeah. that's pretty good <laughs> like you upload yourself into a computer and then you're like it almost sounds like remember flatliners did you ever remember that movie in the early 90s? It was like a bunch of kids like get a defibrillator and some kind of poison. Oh, and right. They, and they, they try to go they, to they, the like... They go into death uh-huh. and then they bring themselves back after a number of minutes or whatever. And it's right. kind of a horror movie. So whatever their And they're like trying to see who can go like the, the longest, furthest. right? Yeah, it takes yeah. them deeper. Uh, yeah. And yeah. Then they start okay. to have things haunt them. But, so, but then you, you're, so you're like ending up in that place. You know, that'd be like the movie. Did yeah. any of them... You know, what year was this movie? Early 90s. Die yeah. from doing that? <laughs> I think some of them did, right? Well, Didn't, no, what like... happened was they started to get haunted from their past. So then whatever thing in their past that they... they were, I think they were all things that they did wrong. That, that was like that a thing starts to haunt Kiefer them. Sutherland breakout yeah. movie, right? Yeah, I think maybe... Uh, a chick, a famous chick like was in it. Like Demi Moore or someone? Yeah, something like that. Yep. Way something back. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you said yeah. what kind of movie is this? It's like a, you could call it a horror thriller. Psychological. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. But it's like supernatural too. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. But yeah, you would end up there. So you would be like, uh, you're not dead. But then you're like, oh shit, I'm stuck in this place right? <laughs> <Just> <laughs> cycling. Right. Yeah, that's a trip. and i wonder if you got downloaded so this would be an interesting thing like so let's say at some level they're able to download consciousness in our lifetimes right and so you get to choose you're like 85 your body's dying they haven't figured out you know like how to rejuvenate cells but you can download into another mm-hmm. being i wonder if you did that would you like ever die would it ever shut off or is it just going to be like continuous or do you get like a you know like a shut off switch where you're like okay i'm done well that's interesting you could mm -hmm. you could somehow kill yourself in that westworld movie or show did you ever see that 
I think I only saw it. Okay, yeah, you gotta get kind of deep before like it starts, and it's a trip. Like as a whole story, it should just be slow. Right, they should they should do a movie where you can like just see the whole scope of things. But like the point of it is, is they have this place you go to, and they're they're studying humans, um, and they're like copy. They're studying all their behavior and like replicating their brains, essentially. So then you have the program of this person. You know, they they put them through all these experiences, you know, that you do all these experiences in the West world and you have this AI that's like, you know, so you do these things. You go, you gotta save some Native American chick in a, in a you know, and then it studies all your reactions and mannerisms and everything, and then it builds this database of Eric. And then that oh, thing like Facebook. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, remember that Google thing, the 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 intelligent ledger or whatever, the did I ever tell you about that? That no. it's like this. It's a little off topic, but it is the same topic actually. Um, supposedly, this video got leaked from Google. That's called the something Ledger. I'm forgetting what it is. That guy that was on Rogan was talking about it. The uh, when we were all talking about using Brave as a browser, oh, and yeah. that guy, he was talking about it. And it's like that they want. They're literally building this like copy of you that they call the Ledger, mm. and it has your likes and dislikes and behaviors and. Um, and that kind of thing. But so in the show, though, they have that thing, and there's even like a library, and it's like all the people that they've like collected their personalities from, their consciousness. And then they can put that into, so all these people want to be immortal. So they put their that thing into a robot when they die, and then that robot's a clone, like it looks like their body, but then shit goes wrong, so then some of them are like in different bodies, because you can like, you know. Transfer. Put, yeah, transfer it somehow. Right, so then they like live in different bodies, and mm-hmm. and then there's even a point where there's like a world where a bunch of do them, they die or do they? They can die, yeah. So if if like that, there's like a sphere, and that sphere contains the program, mm-hmm. and that's that sphere gets like shot or melts or whatever mm-hmm. something happens to it, they can die. Okay, right, mm-hmm. yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, it's it's an interesting idea. Do you think that if you if there was a machine like an MRI type thing that could totally scan every part of your brain and body even you could even you could say that part of consciousness is embodied you know mm-hmm. what I mean like you might not be able to just like pluck that out it has to come with the body so if they if they uh, copied you 100% to the mm-hmm. to the gene um, is that you you know is that you and then this thing wakes up you know what I mean yeah. it's not your consciousness you're still looking at it the other Eric and it's looking at you you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if you built a copy of yourself on a computer, why is that you? It's not you. you know I mean, if you so let's say you upload it before, but you then die, right? then is it like? Hmm. I wonder. Like with that, yeah, that makes it's the same pattern of you, right? Like the thing but would, would do you still? Things, but it's not you. But if right? you, <laughs> right, were somehow still <laughs> able to know it's you, so maybe when you die right. and you pass. You know, to wherever you're going, if you're going somewhere, you know, like there's some level of consciousness that that was you. But then this new you, would you know that's me? Right. Or would it be completely separate and that one would never know that this existed? Well, like, so because then you're like somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Like, out in the world. That's what I'm saying. This is not you. So let's say. Right, but it's that. It's that like energy, you know what I'm saying? Because somebody else is that, mm, but okay. it would exist. So you right, right. 
I mean, it's interesting. Like, um, I've heard. I don't know, maybe I've heard, just high. No, no, this is good. This is good. I, I've, I think one good definition of spirit is pattern, right? So let's say, like, this is a good, this is a good one. Um, when, when I talk to you right now, right, the meaning and the pattern is being, you know, transferred from my brain into yours mm-hmm. by what means? There's nothing material about it. Right. You can look at the air molecules, but the, you know, there's yeah, nothing of... Recognizing the patterns right. of vibrations that are coming from your vocal cords. Yeah, but the pattern is not in the matter. It's not in the air yeah. vibrations. It's the pattern. And, and so that It's not is, physical. Right, it's not it's like physical. It's a sequence of information that yeah. we're processing. It's not physical. So that is like a good way, a good analogy for spirit is that it's not matter but it still has meaning and like substance it's like data yeah um that's what i said earlier like computers yeah right another one or computers are just like us right yeah i mean they're a good analogy right the program the software the hardware and if you have a few it'll create algorithms that creates Mm. more Mm -hmm. or can yeah right can auto destruct. Yeah, or, or what about like a you ever heard <laughs> <laughs> cultures are kind of like the algorithms of humanity. Mm, yeah, for sure. And cuz cultures are yeah, patterns of being, habits. Do you think yeah. like so let's say there was like a great awakening and people realized that um like if this was you know true that they were in the matrix do you think that that would like based on your perception of humans right do you think that that would be a negative thing or do you think that that would be a positive thing that do you think that people would wake up and be like this sucks that i'm in this fucking simulation or would it just be that that's your existence anyway because would it change your perception of your existence? You know what I'm saying? Would so do you, you think most people question that, though? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they got to be pretty high. <laughs> I, I am kind of partially convinced that at the end of the day, it is all simulation. Maybe not in the aspect of like a digital meaning. You know, I think that's where some people have the disconnect is they think if it's a simulation, it's like somebody had to make a program and build like a supercomputer for this all to exist i i feel like uh the hindu interpretation of how the universe started is very much like simulation theory and if you look at the big bang it's like the program just being uploaded essentially but it was very basic to start you know everything was infantile and fucking had to progress and the algorithm naturally started to grow and progress in all these different areas of the universe and the program became more sophisticated and started the developing better yeah right because the universe is always expanding right okay yeah. so this is i'm going to add to yours for a second <laughs> so what if were some fucking knucklehead kid in some other universe that just hit the program right <laughs> And so it's developing. We become where we're at now. We've created AI. And so, you know, whatever knucklehead kid in this fucking realm just created that, 
and so now that's starting to yeah, expand the and there's the universe the AI and AI. it and just keeps that's expanding that's Rick and Morty shit right there <laughs> that's pretty good man yeah. that's <laughs> mini universe yeah. that's pretty yeah, we solved it wow so yeah. someone makes a program it's multiverse theory yeah and then someone in I mean that's what they tried to do with the new Matrix was mm -hmm. Neo was a software developer and he was making a game called The Matrix I wasn't a fan don't even talk about it I know it sucks but right yeah it's a, it, it I haven't horrible, seen it was it the pretty new bad? One? Yeah. It's the upsetting. Is it the fourth one? Yeah. It's so uh, cheesy, too. And then and the chick becomes the one, and then Neo's her bitch. Oh. Right? Remember? Now <laughs> I have to watch it to see what you're talking about. The, the that, one that's chick that's... Yeah. that pisses me off. Uh, it's, it's just... Um, Trinity. Uh -huh. It was just yeah. so poorly done, I feel like. Yeah. It was, yeah. Well, so, you're expecting it to be the same thing, but that was so long ago. I mean, they made it all about the trans thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and everything was, like, the so old one was political. such a good story. It, it was. Woke. It was. Matrix and it was like, woke. you know, when you notice a movie is whatever, woke, ideological, <laughs> right? When you notice it, it's because it's badly written. You know what I mean? Like, a good story just takes you. And you never think, oh, they're trying to... There's an agenda. You never have that thought. Yeah, you never think that there's an agenda. It's just a good story. And it didn't have that. But the old ones are maybe one of the best stories that's such a good story. The OG one is, is yeah. it's fucking so brilliant. Like, because it's what you're saying. Like, if you were in the program, like one thing was they had to redo the program. They gave them a utopia, but then everybody knew it was fake, right? So then they had to make like suffering in the world for the program to oh, take, right? right? Mm -hmm. And then uh, the fact that we're batteries for the machines that it takes our energy or whatever. That's we we all I think like you can intuit that we we're like that. Like the every time people are on their uh -huh, device, they're just right. like, and then, it's, it's, and then sucking it in, and then it's like farming our, it. it's farming all of our and what we do, hits and shit. <laughs> right? Yeah, but it, it's and it takes it takes our, <laughs> you know, it's like for sure, it's like there's a bunch of information life on force. the internet, yeah, and we say we like dislike, you know, what I mean, we do all that, and then the thing collects all that data. And then spits a thing back at you know what I mean so it's like it's constantly taking from yeah. us like a battery or whatever. Right, it's like mm -hmm. it's like having fucking just a constant fuel source. It's interesting feeds you a little. That there's a lot of stories that talk about this, like yeah. <laughs> throughout history. <laughs> yeah, throughout <laughs> history. I was just thinking like a lot more recently, like full. I don't know if it's an anime full metal, metal alchemist. alchemist. Stuff, it's saying, like yeah. yeah, the philosopher's stone. It's the mm -hmm. same concept. Mm -hmm. It's the same mm -hmm. idea the same mm -hmm. pattern mm -hmm. yeah. and it's represented in a lot of stories I heard that uh, supposedly like the consensus in cognitive science now is that we don't even interact with the real world we like take in all this information around us and then our brain projects a virtual reality and then we live in that you know and maybe that's why the matrix They're creating makes so a much second sense virtual reality because right? metaverse yeah uh -huh. Right, right. There, but it, there is would the virtual it, world in the virtual world. But do you world. think we're like yeah. all our own individual AIs? Or do you think that, you know, like kind of the Sam Harris model of we're all predestined, you know, to a large degree anyway? Like, mm -hmm. would I be saying I what like, I'm saying? I don't like the free will thing. Yeah. The no free will thing. Yeah, it's a I tough one. Like it. I think it's demeaning and nihilistic mm -hmm. in the end. Like, if you, if you think you don't have free will... And the the universe is just running, you know, it's, and that's it. 
You know? <laughs> like, to me, that just leads to nihilism. I don't know. Yeah, that's weird. You don't feel it as mindless, a mindless walk through life. Right, no. I mean, I'm, I'm a habitual person, right? And so I'm somewhat mindless, you know? But no. I'm not just I a think, robot. I think that might apply to the NPCs in the world. Mm. <laughs> the NPCs. Yeah. Right. And you can be more or less an NPC, right? Yeah. Right. I think so. I, mean, I think there's, like, degrees. Just, like, yeah. there's... Some people choose it. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's like, I just want to go to work. Right. You got those NPC meters that, <laughs> like, <laughs> gets darker gray. 100% is really on the right side. Right. And then, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, this is off topic, but can okay, I just yeah, ask yeah. If, if anybody saw the story about uh, UFOs from from the government just talking uh, I, I recently? Did, I've seen that. I didn't and admitting, watch anything. Admitting that they had about. some evidence that people were impregnated by aliens. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I got to look this, this up This is a real story. Is that the stuff that was on the Hill and stuff? They're talking about it? Uh, no, I think Daily uh, Mail put out a story, okay. but then it, uh, a bunch of other outlets. Yeah, maybe, so yeah, the Hill, the, aliens, the Hill did. The like, Hill did. what happened? Do a little blip on it, actually. There's some, uh, some like, did, just said something about, about un, unexplained pregnancies with some women that were had contact with extraterrestrials and I, I maybe know, that's just, like elon musk they, you know it was very very <laughs> vague, <laughs> very vague. Uh, that's part yeah, of the, where did elon you find musk. this information um i don't know somebody shared it on instagram we'll see if i can find the article i saw that uh, I, I saw a couple things that were talking about it that's part of the story the hybrid you know the abduction story mm-hmm. is that they take you and then you have like a, you have sex with an alien, um, and then uh, women have kids, and they're, they're hybrids, they're half alien, and so they they need to keep the alien kid there, and that they keep picking you up to like so you come and show the kid like human emotion and stuff because right. they don't know how to like care for it, you know. So you keep you're like raising a kid. Um, yeah, there's a lot of that stuff, and so and then you know some of the stuff goes to oh the hybrids are out among us now. Right, so now, you know, there's, like, books that have pictures of them, and they have, like, bigger eyes and stuff. Um, yeah, so maybe he is one. Maybe Elon yeah. Musk is one of them. Right? Yeah. It would make sense. It's a funny conspiracy, or it's fun. It's a, it's a, it's a good one, the whole abduction thing. <laughs> <laughs> trying to find... Yeah, that like, was one of those. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, how long ago did this happen? So Are they still pregnant? There's a lot of ones where, like, supposedly they're pregnant and then they wake up and the baby's gone. Says, you know Uf- UFOs ones, left so. radiation burns and unaccounted for pregnancy, new Pentagon report claims. Right. 1,500 pages of UFO-related research were just declassified as part of a Freedom of Information Act request. Uh, and it says uh, encounters with UFOs have reportedly left Americans suffering from radiation burns, brain and, ner- and nervous system damage, and even unaccounted for pregnancies, according to a massive database of U.S. government reports recently made public through Freedom of Information Act. Yeah. So if you ask me, we'll, we're never going to figure it out through documents from, no. from the government. No. It's, ne- it's not going <laughs> to... Yeah, because you never, never know happen. if they're it's like... Shit's always redacted. And, There's and, big old and who knows who that guy out. that did that study is. Now, nowadays, right. you got all these crazy people. And if they, they threw it they out there as like one of those, yeah. like, well, we'll even, throw them off. Even back in the day, the main guy... What was his fucking name? Uh, Heineck? Uh, Alan Heineck? 
Blue Book or whatever. What was it called? Blue. Oh, Blue, Blue. Uh, Project <laughs> Blue, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know what uh, you're talking right, about. Yeah. Project Blue Book. Project Blue Book. Blue Beam. No, no. Anyway, <laughs> it was like the first like uh, um, governmental study of UFOs that was public, mm-hmm. and he. Um, they they wanted him because he was like a skeptic and and at first he you know he was like saying everything was bunk, but then supposedly he got his mind changed or whatever. Mm. And they when they published a thing, I think it was even here at CU. They, there's like a the document they published from all the studies that they did, um, and then they're like, oh, ten percent are unexplained, you know, um, and yeah. So, yeah, but, and there was definitely infiltration in a lot of the groups. The FBI was in all these, like, UFO groups. There was prominent, there's a prominent FBI, or a prominent UFO researcher from the 60s or 70s mm-hmm. that was a CIA or FBI guy, and, and now it's, like, public knowledge that he oh, was yeah. just, like, out there giving bullshit. Right. So they Leading do that people, purpose. like, mm-hmm. and there's, around, yeah, there's throwing a, out stories that can right. be, like, Misinformation. Mis- and then, yeah, actual misinformation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's real misinformation, right? Like they would be, you know, they would do things to hide like a test. They tested an airplane, mm-hmm. so then they would, you know, say, publish a UFO report and, you know, mm-hmm. someone saw it in Brazil and they're like, oh, we don't want this to see our new bomber or whatever. Then they would do shit like that oh, on yeah. purpose. And they did studies and had they had a plan to, one of the plans to invade Cuba, I think, was to project Mother Mary in the clouds <laughs> to like distract them and to like do like a fake oh, UFO what? like spiritual thing yeah uh, that was like one of their plans or whatever so they're like so. we'll do that and then we'll have a hovering right. you know like yeah, what, yeah, so what are those hairier about, jets that would be terrifying mm-hmm. if right. Mary was just like, <laughs> or to do like fake UFO things mm-hmm. uh, to get everybody's attention and to catch them off guard right. and then you know, take advantage of that situation. Launch the ground forces. Yeah, there's up. a lot of that. Like Jacques Vallée has a whole, there's one of his books, he did like this main trinity of books, and one of them was all about the government involvement in UFOs. And the whole thing is all the misinformation, all the, you know, uh, just shady moves they did using UFOs on purpose. Right. You know, mm-hmm, to like hide other shit. Right. To even hide UFOs, though. Right, yeah. You right, know, yeah, yeah, because yeah. if you can make a story... Mm-hmm. sound outlandish right for sure. then yeah you know you can right make yourself look bad enough that people would be like oh yeah it's bullshit mm-hmm. and then they're hiding in plain sight yeah yeah my feeling is i don't know if it's true is that we'll never get any information about it from like a like a they they don't know that's that's what i think if you had to they don't like, know what that does what's going on if you had to give your best guess, if somebody was right here and they had a 45, you know, and they're like, look, you got to tell me fucking what you th- your thought is. Do you think mm. there's UFOs? Do you think there's uh, what does that mean? people you know walking I mean? amongst us, like right. from the nether worlds? I think that there are. Yeah. yeah. Or from my, another my, dimension. My, uh, Would you say another dimension is a yeah, UFO? Well, yeah, yeah. You know, there's, like, so to fall in that same category? Yeah, same category. I would say so. I think yeah. they're like, um, they're not just material, you could say. It's not just an alien from some other planet. Mm-hmm. It's not. Uh, that story is the scientific modern story. Mm-hmm. Like if there was such a thing as a demon, we would call it an alien. Mm-hmm. I think it's like that. You know, Our understanding of the world and what a higher intelligence from some other place is mm-hmm. would be alien. You know, But maybe in the past they'd say angel or demon or something like that. What do you guys think? 
No? I don't know. You're a skeptic? I don't know. I just... 45 is right here, though. It shoots left hand as well as right hand. <laughs> I don't know. I think they're good. <laughs> I, I can't say. Yeah. Like, I like to entertain the idea that there could be, but also then I wonder why would they... Why here? And why unnoticed? And so, you know... If you had to battle a, you know, movie alien, like, you know, like between like Predator and Alien and mm. fucking, you know, those. Uh, There's videos showing the sizes of all of those alien it, movie creatures. Yeah. Some of those would be enormous. Mm-hmm. So well, who would you who, who, who would you want to battle? Just out of those two? No, you know, like there's what, the yeah, another one? Independence Day Alien. Mm. I choose uh, Mars Attacks. Mars Attacks. Those aliens. guys. You choose one of those guys. Et. <laughs> the guy that punches him. The boxer. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, of course, Et. Oh, wait. I mean, you know, like. Oh, you fucking walk. up, Et. Right. Yeah. Oh, I choose the ones from Signs. If you guys remember that movie. Uh huh. Yeah. Michelle well, you never really see. You just them. throw water on it. Right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what about the uh, War of the Worlds? Those ones were. Well, what did they actually look aggressive. like, though? Because they had big machines and stuff. Right. They, yeah. I don't know what they did actually they looked like. They did at the ones? end. They like know. opened in the new one. They opened one up. And remember the disease killed them at the end. Oh right. Like just human disease killed mm-hmm. them. I think that might be in the original book. And they opened one up and showed a dead one at the end. I don't remember what it looked like though. Yeah. So so an alien that's not doesn't get to have all the like. Fancy technology, like they don't get to have their. Well, I don't know. Whatever, whatever movie aliens <laughs> uh, have invaded the earth alien. and you know, like raised. I'd fuck up ET. I don't know, man. If he got you with that finger, uh, <laughs> remember that finger? You <laughs> <laughs> might, might turn right. you. Oh man. There was what other alien. one? There was. Uh, <laughs> did you ever see that Stephen King's one where there are those? Like um, weasels that like crawl up, you know. Oh your yeah, ass. that was a good movie. Uh, yeah, Dreamcatcher. Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dreamcatcher. That's a dope movie. Oh, yeah, fuck uh-huh. that one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Down. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be a hard one to battle. Mm-hmm. Like little parasites. Yeah. yeah, but don't they get big too? Don't yeah. they? Well, yeah. they, they inhabit the body, so they like get into. Somebody's body and yeah. Then, yeah. And then so they then like you turn think it. your friend's your friend, but yeah. it's really a fucking right. creature. Yeah, and then somehow... So they wear you. Yeah. They're skinwalkers. Right, and they're all in the brain. All, this, all of those scenes are cool, right? Where he's in like a giant library and he's like hiding from the thing. Remember that? Nope. Because <laughs> when they like occupy you, can, can't they also go through like pollen? Like they, you can like breathe them in, right? Remember that? Like one of them, one of the guys, he breathes him in, and then because he has this like library in his mind where he keeps all the memories, he has like a super good memory. The redhead oh, guy, like accessing his memories. Yeah, and then he hides in one room where he has like memories of the the retarded kid that. I you feel know. like you're mixing up Interstellar. <laughs> no, nope, nope, no, no, no. There's no retarded kid in Interstellar. <laughs> 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 
But the retarded kid ends up being like another alien that Matthew then fights him at the end. That, oh, that's right. Yeah. Right. He turns yeah. into like yeah. all along he was like right. He's like a space waiting on Earth yeah. for He's this. Like psychic. He gave them all their powers. Right. Remember they all that's the powers. Right. right. Mm. And wasn't like um, Damn, I can't remember that movie. Yeah. Sure. What is that movie? Wasn't called? like Morgan Dream Freeman in there, Dream and he was like battling the aliens. He was, yeah. but he was he's trying to just firebomb yeah. the whole right. like place. Yeah. Also, Interstellar. If you haven't seen, I've seen Interstellar. Yeah. Now, Dreamcatcher is great. Yeah. I love that movie. Yeah. But Stephen King's also got that one, um, The Talisman. Did you? I, I might have read that read book. Read that book? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, that's The Dark Tower and The Talisman. So right? uh-huh. in that, would you consider that an alien? Because they're wasn't on the a, same world wasn't that a, at the same time, but it's yeah. a different dimension. Uh-huh. So yeah. you got to pass through dimensions. Uh-huh. But they would be right now your twinner. Right, mm. that's what they called them. Would okay, be interacting mm-hmm. in a similar manner. You know what I'm saying? Mm. There's a there's a twin. But it, there's a twin. I don't remember. But it's in another world, uh-huh. okay. right? But it's in the same world. It's like a parallel world. Parallel world mm-hmm. dimension, mm-hmm. right? And then For anyone they start ever passing fringe, through. Fringe, something similar is in there too. It's a show. What's it called? Fringe. Mm. So are those considered aliens? Or they inhabitants of the same? Like, would we be an alien to them if they're in their fucking little, you know what I'm saying? Their uh, dimension. Dimension, mm-hmm. you know? So there's like four assholes in another dimension sitting at a table right now, and instead of smoking weed, they're doing like crack. <laughs> 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 Therefore, Tony is celebrating guys. crack. Right. They celebrate crack, unfortunately. Celebrate crack. Right. What do you think? You think that's good? Where are we at? 125. Right. I feel good about it. Wrap it up. Smoke weed with some aliens today. <laughs> I like right. how it went from habits to that, but it was pretty good. Right. It did kind of steer off a little bit of a course mm. all right happy 420 happy 420 don't forget to follow and subscribe um if you've already done that then click the share button until next time right.